1: I thought, you know, this black thing, you know, that was in front of it, and at first I thought it was a bear. When my headlights hit it, it stood up and it turned and looked at us. The look on his face was I mean just total shock surprise.
2: This is the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host Todd what's going on buddy
3: what up man what's going on another episode kicking it out right on hell yeah one after the other love doing this yeah I love talking to these people it's amazing yeah just like to hear the encounters you know and as we've kind of developed through this you know we used to kind of pre-interview these people and talk to them a little bit um to get an idea, but I don't like doing that so much anymore because I want it to be just as much a surprise to me. Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, that's more it's more fun like that.
3: As it is to the guests. So yep. today we're going to bring Bob on. Bob is from Virginia. Yep. And he had an encounter a um, few years back. I'm Not sure exactly what he saw, but uh, we'll bring him on and talk to him. And hey. Yeah, I'm excited. Shout out to the listeners. Thanks for listening as always, guys. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. So much. Yep. We appreciate all of you. So uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring Bob on. Yeah, let's get him. Bob, thanks for coming on and talking to us.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me this morning.
2: Yeah, it's good having you.
3: Bob, you had an encounter uh, back in 2009 in Virginia. Um, What was going on that day, um, and and what happened? uh, What did you see? Can Can you walk us into this and tell us what was going on?
1: Sure. We were on the way home. It was about 11.30 at night. And, um, you know, there's a little, I'll call it a cattle pond. It's just a little pond there to water, you know, to water livestock. And, um, I saw, you know, this black thing, you know, that was in front of it. And at first I thought it was a bear, you know, but, you know, which is really strange in this area. You know, I grew up here, I've lived here all my life, and I've never, I've never heard of anybody really seeing a bear, you know. Um, that's a little farther west of here. But anyway, um. When my headlights hit it, it stood up and it turned and looked at us. And you know, the, it was on. You know, the pond was on the other side of it, so looked, it had nowhere to go. You know, and um, you know, my wife and I, you know, we rode by, and I asked, I asked my wife, I said, "Did you just see something?" You know, and she's like, "Yeah," you know, and she saw the same, you know, saw the same thing. And um, it's just really strange because uh, you know, just totally totally caught us off guard. I got the impression that it was kind of a young, a young black adolescent because it was really buff. Didn't have any, you know, bulge around the midsection. Um, and, uh, I think he just, the look on his face was, I mean, just total shock, surprise. Um, and it was a very human looking, you know, face. It wasn't like an ape face at all.
3: How far away from you, uh, do you think this thing was when you hit it with your headlights? Um, probably 30 yards maybe okay so you're close enough to get some detail yeah, on this thing not far away. yeah oh, oh yeah like I said I see you know the uh
1: you know the, the body your muscles you know in the body and the uh, surprise look on its face that was what really and it was it moved so quick that was what kind of blew me away is how quick it stood up and looked you know it was really right. bizarre just I've never seen anything move that quick I don't know if you you've heard of Bill Draganus, but uh, he came down and um, you know and we went to the site and you know looked things over and everything um, and we came to the conclusion that maybe he it was, was trying to find you know like maybe some frogs or something in the mud you know something to eat or just drinking water um, also the their power transmission lines right next to the pond which uh, he thought was significant.
3: Yeah, I've heard they like to travel those uh, those routes because they're kind of clear-cut, and they can get, right. get from A well, to B quicker. Uh, that's a straight shot, too, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've heard that, too. I've heard you know
1: stories of, uh, you know, people working on power lines and stuff, having
3: sightings and that type thing. Did you say you thought this thing was a little bit younger?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it didn't... Um, I don't, I, it just gave me that impression, it, and it didn't really have any, you know, it had a really tapered waist, you know, not like a, I guess, you know, the typical, you know, videos you see, that it's got really big, you know, midriff, you know, that midsection bulge, I guess, like older, older guys get, but uh, this one didn't have that at all, it was really buff. Um, so, I, and I'm guessing, you know, that that's not, you know, being young and inexperienced, that's how it managed to, get itself caught out in the open like that. Mm
3: -hmm. How tall do you think this thing was? Um,
1: Taller than me. That's probably seven, seven and a half feet, something like
3: that. The gentleman that came out and talked to you, was he from the BFRO? Uh,
1: No. Uh, Bill, actually, he kind of did his own thing. He, you know, he actually uh, had his own Unit set up. He actually, he actually passed away a couple of years ago, but um, yeah, he, he had had his own sighting up in uh, I believe it was Culpeper County, uh, metal detecting with some friends, and uh, you know that you know after after his sighting, he was you know he was hooked. So um, he was uh, he worked he did a few to work for the federal government. Okay. A lot of it was you know, he couldn't talk about, but uh, he and he. he he invented a camera too that didn't make any uh, like any ultrasound noise or anything. So that because there was a lot of discussion about you know that they can hear trail cameras and stuff, and he tried to work around those issues. And uh, he's a pretty smart guy. I'm sorry to hear that he had passed.
3: So when this thing stood up and it had that shocked look on his face, could you see the details of the face? You said it looked kind of human like. Could you describe what you yeah, saw? It did. Um, it just.
1: I Just just the surprised look on its face, you know, just, you know, it was just a, there was a hu- totally human reaction. I mean, it wasn't, you know, when you look at apes, they really don't have the muscles in their face like humans do, so they can't really, they don't have that expression, you know, the range of expressions, I don't think. But this, you know, it was totally human. It was, the face was, was dark, though. It was, um, you know, it wasn't like colored or white. The face was very dark.
3: Was it like a black color? Was it brown? I would say it's kind of a black color almost. Um,
1: the color of, you know, the hair color was, it was, it looked black, but it looked like it had like some brown, you know, brown tenses to it.
3: And um, how far away from your home was this, Bob? Um, About 15 miles. You guys went down there when um, the gentleman came. Did you guys go down there and, and walk around the pond to see, look for prints or anything like that?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it, it was raining when we went, we went back down there, so everything was, you know, there wasn't anything left, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, just, uh, it's really creepy to stand there where it was, just to, and then, because that made me appreciate just how big it was, you know,
3: made me feel really small. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you scared at all, uh, you and your family? No, you? it, no, I was, you know, because you're just
1: kind of uh, in shock, you know. And I, I wanted I to turn around and go back, and wife's like, no way you're going back. You know, so she was afraid. It took her a long time to even talk about it. It just kind of freaked her out. Yeah. But uh, mm. it's just really strange yeah. when you see something like that, because you just you know what you saw, but it's still like, you're still trying to get your head around it, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I just, i never imagined okay. that I would ever see like that. Right? And there, the area that I and I roamed the woods and everything. You know, I lived on a farm. I mean, we never had anything like that. You know, I think I think maybe now they're just, you know, with habitat loss, they're just moving more into areas that are where people are, you know.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you if you'd ever seen anything before or, or anything in that area um, where you lived, if this was the first time, you know, just kind of out of the blue, you guys are driving along. and. You know, it's nighttime, it's late, you're kind of tired probably, and then all of a sudden, boom, you see something, you think it's a bear, and it's not, and you're like, whoa. Right. You know, the shock factor just for the fact that you saw it is one thing, but yeah. the fact that you never had any other relative yeah. experience of that around there all your life that well, you grew up is, is, is yeah. crazy, too. Well, and I
1: even need to look to see it there been any other site. So There, You know, there are very few in this area, you know. You, but, uh, was,
3: you said that was north of Richmond, Virginia, basically?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of King's Dominion. Uh, the King's Dominion amusement
3: park. No, we'll have to look Not that deep. up on the map and see where that's at. It, yeah. Is that around the Appalachian Trail, by chance? No,
1: no, no farther east. We're on we're on the um, I-95 border. Okay. I ninety five corridor. Okay. We're familiar with Interstate ninety five, but, but that's the main interstate that runs you know along the East Coast gotcha. and uh, all the way from Maine to Florida. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just a couple miles off of that, so.
3: So what did uh, the gentleman that came to see you, I forget what you said his name was. Uh, Bill Dragainus. Dreg- Bill Luganus. Uh What did he tell you? What did, what did he say? Well, you know, he's, he, he was convinced that,
1: you know, the site was legitimate because, you know, just, uh, you know, with the power lines and just the area, you know, and, you know, with my description and stuff, you know, it's just, you know, I think he just basically wanted to, come down and talk to me and see, you know, you know, just hear just hear my story, you know. Right. And look at the area.
3: Do you ever mm-hmm. go back to that to that spot? Um no, not really.
1: Um it's kinda of out of the way. I don't really have any um my friends that lived up that way moved so I don't really go up there anymore. So mm-hmm. um but I think about it I think about it all the time. It's yeah. you know, it's not something that you forget.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would. Uh, I think I'd go back there and just sit and watch, you know, because that pond. He's probably they were probably coming to that pond before or going again. Maybe not after they you scared him, but uh, you know, it's interesting that um, that's probably a water hole for for those guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um,
3: well, and there's um, it's actually uh, there's it's
1: right next to Ashland Berry Farm, which you know they grow all kinds of uh, you know produce and stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking, like, you know, that that might, that might be part of the attraction also.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you got so. food and water, so why not, right? And an right. easy well, access I, to it. Right. Well, and, and you got that power line that runs
1: pretty much straight north south, you know? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I've heard that they use that a lot um, on different shows and whatnot. I've heard that they use power line uh, trails or whatnot because they're just clear cut and they can get from A to B pretty quick. Right. Uh, and, yeah, you know, and people really don't see that, you know. You don't see too much of those trails on the highway right. or road too much, so they're kind of secluded. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, it just uh, it just blows me away that because you know most of the sightings that happen in Virginia are the western part of the state. You know, there's very few in the eastern part, but it just um, you know I, I guess they're just getting pushed out, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: they're growing and in, in migrating. You know, growing as a, well, as a species. one or two, You know that. It seems like,
1: uh, you know, I know a lot of it has to do with just people having phones, but there's so many more sightings these days. Um, is, is the population expanding?
3: Yeah, I think I think it is. I definitely think it is. Um, oh, yeah. You know, if people aren't out hunting these things and killing these things off, absolutely. They they're they definitely have to be growing, and that's why I think we're seeing more and more sightings, you know, right. growing yeah. more and more. Um, it's so. going to get to a point where, yeah, um, they're going to be abundant, I think, if... Um, Yeah, eventually we're not going to
1: be able to deny it anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 rapidly approaching that point. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. I mean, you talk about people talk about mountain lions and stuff like that, and how rare it is to see a mountain lion, Um, but you do see them, you know. And uh, and I don't know if there's more mountain lions being seen than Bigfoot. Uh, It sounds like maybe maybe not these days, but you know, as as a species like Bigfoot, they're going to expand. They're going to grow like humans. And um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna populate more, so eventually it's gonna get to a point where something's gonna there's gonna be too much interaction for it to, to be denied. Um yeah. Bob, before you had this incident, did you believe in Bigfoot? Uh yes.
1: Uh, you know, I've um, I just always struck by the consistency of the report. You have people all of the US describing the exact same thing, you know. So obviously you know, it's not like other phenomena where people are seeing different things. This with with this this thing, you know, people always they see the same thing. You know, there's very little variation. In just what they see, you know, so you know, they have, to me, they have, you know, they're
3: not all liars. You know, people are talking about these things and they're describing the same thing. It's not like people are making it up and going, "Well, I'm just going to say it was eight foot tall. It was hairy. kind of right. looked like a human in the face, but it didn't have right. a it didn't have the skin tone as humans." Um, how long do you think this incident lasted? Like, how many seconds were you looking at this thing?
1: Um, that's something I tried to figure out. I'm thinking um somewhere between five and ten seconds. I mean, I got long enough because you know when when, when my lights hit, it I actually slowed down because I'm like, oh, I see a bear. You know, I never, you know, I've seen oh I've seen them up in the western part of the state a couple of times, but it's, like I said, I've never seen one down in this part of the state. So you know, it's kind of always, you know immediately taking my foot off the gas, slowing down. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'd say not quite ten seconds. I mean, I had a good, long look at it. I mean, long enough for it, you know, to see it sit there, you know, bent over, and then it would stand up and turn to look at us. I mean,
3: that, you know, so. Did it take off running, you said, or are you guys just passed no, there, there, there,
1: there was nowhere for it to go. That's, you know, that was the, that, that, that was this weird part is that it didn't give itself anywhere because the only place to go was through the pond to get away from us. Either I had to run towards
3: or through the pond. Okay. It was on that side wow. of the pond. Okay. Yeah, it was on my side of the pond. And you said you're about 30 yards away from it or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I'm sure your so wife was, was pretty freaked out for a while as well.
1: Yeah, she was. <laughs> but it, 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 it was just it was just so bizarre, though. Because you never imagined seeing something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. And do you still live in that area, Bob?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I still live in the area. Um I've lived here all my life, um, you know, here in this, uh, I guess in about a 30 mile radius. And, uh, so, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, is that, that kind of bugs me too is I've spent lots of time, lots of time in the woods, you know? And, uh, it's, it, it's not the same going to the woods anymore.
3: Yeah. You're always looking for
1: one, I'm sure. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't even want, you know, if I go, I usually carry a gun with me now. I don't go, you know not that it, it not that it does me a lot of good I don't think but it makes me feel a little better <laughs> right oh, I
3: don't know we hear that a lot yeah Brian and I were talking and um I don't think that these things are seen I think if you're going to see one it's because you caught it off guard um or yeah. it, it wants you to see it you've probably been in the woods a lot and you may have been around those things but you never knew they were there oh yeah you a will they're so stealthy right. um they can remain yep. quiet hidden um but but when you, when people do have these encounters, a lot of times it's because we've caught them off guard. They weren't they weren't right. expecting, you know, he was, he had probably went to that pond several times at the same time every night, getting a drink, whatever, never had a car come through that area, didn't think about it, and all of a sudden you come around the curve and boom, <coughs> you're on him, you know, you you, you definitely startled him, I'm unsure. Oh, right. Yeah,
1: we didn't think the other vehicles that night on the road, we were the only, you know, we drove about 10 miles down the road total. And, I mean, we didn't see another vehicle at all. So, I mean, it's pretty deserted, yeah. you know, it's out of the country, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I'd definitely uh, like to drive around that area and check it out. Um, if I was you, I would, I would probably probably make a trip out of my way just to go by to see if there's anything around. If, if, if I would. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe, would you want to see another one, Bob? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I've seen it. I'm kind of like I'm good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had uh, we've had that
2: response. A couple people there say no, no, I wouldn't want to see another one. But then a lot of people say yes. You know, they would they would definitely want to see one again.
3: Yeah, and a lot of them say that I'd love to see one, but in my car, a hundred yards away,
1: (laughs) or good distance away. (laughs) Yeah, I love these people that say that you know, you know, they wouldn't be afraid of it or anything. It's like yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. As much as it's Brian true. and I talk about it and we say, God, we just want to have an encounter, I, you know, and I think that if we did, we'd probably be like, okay, cool, let's just stay here and stare at this thing. But we'd probably be so scared. I don't know what would happen. You know, it'd be a shock. Uh, or... Yeah, we
2: wouldn't. We would just stand there because we'd be frozen with fear,
1: probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You could, it's really, it's bizarre because I, I could never imagine seeing such a thing.
3: Yeah. You know, my wife and I went to Virginia earlier this year. We were out on the coast, but um I was looking up some spots to what I call go squatching, you know. And right. there really wasn't a lot of areas toward the eastern side of the state where um nope. sightings have been been recorded, I guess. Not to say no. that people aren't seeing them there, but um yeah, definitely more toward the uh toward the border there um of West Virginia, I believe. Um is where yeah. people are seeing those things more. Um, yeah, without, area. without looking at a map, I'm not sure how far away you are from West Virginia, but um, my job—it's uh, about four hours. Was it that far? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm a good ways.
3: My mental geography isn't quite working well this morning. I haven't had enough coffee, but I am—I
1: am, i am in the dead center of the state. Okay. Right in the center, but uh, there are a lot of swamps, you know, in the eastern part of the state, which I think that you know really don't allow people much access you know and uh, so I think there may be some activity on those areas but it's just that you know it's just so difficult people get into those areas that they're pretty well hidden
3: mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if they don't kind of lay low in those areas and then venture out to like spots where you saw one um, you know trying to trying to survey their land so to speak and see what they can get away with and what they can't and maybe what they if they run into too many people or see too many people because they're going to see people before they see them most of the time. Right. You know, they yeah. might, they might yeah. just retreat back to those areas and stay hidden because people don't go, you know, we've said this a lot of times on the show, people, there's so much unexplored land out there in every state um, where people oh, yeah. just don't go and don't know what's right. there, you know.
1: Yeah, another
3: area that um
1: I've heard some things about uh, is the northern neck area of Virginia which is actually the area up on the Potomac River across from Maryland. That I- that area is partially inhabited. It's got a lot of, you know, just, uh, you know, tributaries, you know, stuff that runs into the Potomac River. And um, actually, we had a, uh, we went up to Westmoreland State Park, which I forget, I don't know exactly when this was, but it's been since we had the sighting back in 2009. We went um, fossil hunting at the park at night, you know, because it was low tide. And, um, we heard a scream and, you know, kind of freaked my wife out. So, you know, she insisted that we leave. So we left, but it was, you know, it was a very loud yell and, um, we had no idea what it was, but.
3: Was it a deep sounding howl or was it like a high pierced kind of scream? It was, uh, you know, I tried to find something that... It kind
1: of sounded like the Ohio Grassman. I don't know if you're familiar with that call. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it was very similar to that. That big whoop or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. So your wife said, let's yeah. get out of here, huh? Party yeah. pooper. Party pooper. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was at night. It was yeah. late at no, night. And, uh, I probably would have done yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so after seeing this thing, looking at its face, you said it was kind of human-like... Um, could you could you describe any details like the nose, the eyes, the mouth? Did were you close enough to see that or
1: no? Just I, you know, I,
3: I just just the expression on his face, you know, um,
1: just that you know, wide eyed, shocked look, you know, like oh shit, That's I've been
3: caught, it. kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's like and it's nowhere to go. That was the thing too, you know.
3: What do you think? Uh, what do you think Bigfoot is? Do you think he's just a what we say is a flesh and blood creature roaming around in the woods. It just hasn't been discovered. Do you think there's any kind of like uh, supernatural? No. no, no. I
1: think it's just it's just a
3: uh, it's just a creature in the woods. That's uh, it's humanoid. It's not,
1: you know, I wouldn't call it an ape, an unknown primate. To me, that sounds like a pretty good description. You know?
3: Do you think they've been around for a long time? Maybe before humans?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Native American stories. You know, they all have stories about
3: it. Yeah, why do you think they haven't been discovered yet? We were talking about that. We we're talking about population. Um, more and more people are seeing them, but um, you know, you would think if, if the natives were talking about it back in the day, why do you think that? Um, you know, science says, "Hey, these things are real. They're out there. Be careful." Uh, do you think there's a cover up going on? You think government's involved?
1: Um, actually, yeah. You know think what would happen though if we said okay there's an animal out there and you know this is where it lives are they going to protect its habitat because it it basically lives everywhere you know what I mean that's going to be a nightmare you know they say you know what I mean it's just a huge you You know when you admit that it's real and I think admitting that it's not real you know kind of protects it you know I'm Government knows. Um you know.
3: Yeah, we think so too.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know. Yeah, I'm convinced the government knows, and uh, you know they just. It's just you know it would just be a nightmare. They admit that it's, it's legit, you know.
3: Right. Do you think these things are dangerous, Bob? I think they can be. I think basically they just want to be left alone. But,
1: yeah, if, uh, I, you know, I think they can be territorial, And, uh, yeah, I think they can be dangerous. I wouldn't want to find out. Not <laughs> <Yeah>, me either.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was watching some stuff about the Alaskan Triangle. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about that. but um, Oh, yeah. You know, they're talking about like sixteen thousand people have come up missing in the past so many years up there, and just based on the the population uh, and, and that that amount of people, it's just it's just crazy. And people are just wondering, you know, they're not finding bodies, they're not finding backpacks, they're not finding anything. Uh, these people are just yeah, gone. Right. Um, so it makes you wonder. You know, are they are they treading on these things turf, and are these things stepping up saying, hey, you know? Um, the more abundant they are, maybe they're more protective of their area, so to speak. I don't know; it's mm-hmm. hard to say.
1: Well, they may you know different areas may be more aggressive than others. You know, too, too. You don't know, and you don't know if there's some difference in genetics too. You know.
3: Well, I just wonder sometime if if maybe there's going to be a hunter out there. This is going to end up shooting one, you know, accidentally, purposely, whatever. And brings a body forward if it's going to happen, if if they're going to, you know, reveal these things or if the government's going to still try to cover it up. Um, I've heard a lot of stories where things similar to that have happened. And, um...
1: Government yeah. serves in. Without uh, St. Helens, when uh, their town's supposedly burned or something, the government did, or Forest Service found.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to talk to a lot of Forest Service people that have been around for a while that um, may have or may have not seen these things.
1: Uh, I tell you what's uh, uh, I do too is like I've got a I got ai do not hunt but I have a lot of friends that do, you know. I'll, uh, you know, we were talking, you know. I say, well, did you have anything anything strange happen when uh, to you when you're hunting? they like they'll be like, yeah, those was just want, You know what I mean? I've had a couple of people tell me stories that they that strange things they've had, you know, hunting, which they they kind of blew off, but they you know they have they have been more to it. Uh, my brother-in-law was telling me he he was, you know, he was in a deer stand, there was something in the tree and it was moving around through the trees, shaking the trees, mm-hmm. which was just kind of weird, you know? But he said he never saw anything. I heard another story. Um, we have a military base, uh, A.P. Hill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, it's I think in land area like about the third largest in the U.S. It's a huge military base, but it's used mostly for National Guard training. But I read a story about uh, a Marine unit from Quantico was doing some training there. And, uh, you know, they post, uh, you know, sentries around camp at night. And he said something with an animal in the tree and it moved all the way around their camp through the trees. And uh, he said, you know, that the next day he was talking to one of the others, because it was three of them on sentry, you know, three points century And um, he said that one of the other guys saw it too. So, you know, there, there haven't been other sightings in the area. That's such a huge area. There's just nothing there, mm-hmm. you know, the forest.
3: Sounds hard. like you got some activity going on down there, Bob.
1: Well, like yeah. I said, I think it's moving, you know, that they're moving out into do new areas, new habitat, you know?
3: Yeah. Well, if you're out there and you see something going on or you happen to catch another one, you got to get a hold of us and let us know.
1: Okay, if I hear anything, or well, even if I hear about it, I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah,
3: yeah, any kind of stories. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us and telling us your encounter sure yeah, that
1: was cool thank you yep, i appreciate you. you having
3: me all right bob will you take care if you see something all right know, yeah have a good new Year. you too thank sure, you bye-bye. too well bob definitely saw something uh bigfoot yeah sure.
2: that was uh that was pretty cool
3: caught him off guard got him in his headlights
2: just all he was just buying his business, getting a drink of water.
3: Yeah, he's just thirsty. <laughs> it makes you wonder how yeah, often that's... he or others have been coming down to that pond that time of night. You know, with yeah. the traffic being like it was. I tell you what, I, I I keep saying this. You know, it's like, man, if I if that was me, I'd keep going back there and sitting there with a the camera with a video. But you know, Bob didn't want to have much to do with it. I don't think, and neither did his wife. It yeah.
2: like. Oh, his wife definitely didn't. It sounded like.
3: <laughs> yeah, like we we keep saying, oh, we'd love to have an encounter. and Maybe someday All we right. will, but uh, maybe maybe it would freak us out a lot more than we thought, than we think it would, you know?
2: You, know, you never know until it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So, uh, guys, we just kind of want to say, hey, you know, the phone quality there on that one isn't the greatest. Sorry about that. Um, sometimes we can't get guys yeah, so to— please
2: don't complain in the comments. We know.
3: <laughs> yeah, we've had that happen. Um, yeah. You know, we can't always get these guys on our program that we use, but we're not going to pass up an uh, interview— uh, or or that, um, you know. So we'll try to work on that a little bit and make it sound as good as possible for you. But right. yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. you just got to talk to these guys as as, as best as you can, and, and you get them on a phone call. That's the best you can do. Some guys don't aren't aren't tech savvy or even have a computer to, to do this stuff on. So uh, right, we so apologize we, for the sound quality, but we're we'll work. Yep, we, have, yeah. Yeah. we yeah. definitely want to let those go. I'm not going to let those go to the wayside. So oh hey, so, no. As we've uh, uh, yeah, a uh,
2: sighting's a sighting, so
3: definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was good stuff. Um, hopefully Bob can see some more stuff and get a hold of us down the road or anybody for that matter. You know, one thing I was yeah. going to say, uh, I wanted to bring up, um, we've had a lot of people ask about what happened to Herman. I know we need
2: to get, <laughs> we need to get him back yeah. on the show. So we're going figure out what happened to Herman.
3: Yeah. If you guys remember, uh, Roy came on and talked about his, um, Dogman Werewolf Encounter and, and talked rigorous, about Herman. Yeah. So you guys know what I'm talking about. We will bring uh, Roy back on. We've talked to him already. He's willing to come back on and talk about some more yeah. stuff that he's got and also tell us what happened to Herman. So it is coming uh, down the road, so be patient with us. We will bring him back on. and yeah,
2: We'll get him back because yeah, I'm, I'm curious too. So. I am. I am. <laughs> we,
3: we haven't asked him on the side. We're waiting as well. No. So yep. we'll find yep. out what's going on with Herman, and we'll let you guys know for sure. So. Darn right. All right. Until then, next time, Brian, have a good one. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with me, brother. Always fun, man. All right. We will talk to you later.
2: Yep. See ya.